Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library, and today we have another great guest on. Now, I saw a award where he was talking about, you know, how ClickFunnels has helped him change his business. So I definitely wanted to invite him on the show and just talk about some of the awesome things that he's doing in his business. He has some other great content that he's putting out there on social. So definitely stay tuned for Adam Carswell. So stay tuned. So without further ado, let me bring my guest on. Adam, welcome to the show. Hey, Terrell. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to our conversation here today. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. First, I wanted to say, hey, from the post that I saw, I know we talked you know, a few weeks ago or maybe a month ago. Um, congratulations on the, you know, like I said, the growth of your business. Um, that's amazing, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the two comic club award. Um, it was definitely a, a cool moment in in my career for sure thank you awesome man awesome now before we jump into the details of learning a little bit more about your business and kind of the the problems you help solve for your clients tell us a little bit about you know kind of your background and what kind of led you into entrepreneurship absolutely thank you for the opportunity to kind of do the the life story always trying to figure out what i can do to to make it a less than two minute life story so here we go <laughs> um born and raised in cleveland ohio Went to school, college uh, in Western Pennsylvania, about an hour north of Pittsburgh. I, I played basketball there. I ran track and field. Had a really good career. I let my uh, passion for bas <coughs> excuse me for basketball and coaching actually take me to Belize, Central America, where I got my master's degree and continued to play and coach down there. And then um, quickly, actually, after a few years went by, I realized I actually didn't want to pursue a future in basketball. Kind of felt like I got what I needed out of it and was searching for more. So the next thing on my bucket list was like, all right, I want to make my parents proud. I know they always wanted me to get a job with a fortune 500 company and see if I could like work my way up the ladder. So let's do it. Um, that lasted for about two years. And then the, the corporate <laughs> culture, the W2 world just exhausted me uh, way too quickly, or I shouldn't say exhausted, but I just noticed the people who I looked up to as leaders still working, you know, 70 hour weeks. And um, I was just like, I don't know if that's what I want to do. So <laughs> I knew that I want to get into entrepreneurship. Um, I had had a few successes with entrepreneurship growing up and, and leading up to that moment. So I pulled the trigger on real estate. I knew it was either going to be tech or it was going to be real estate. It was going to be real estate. It's interesting how now um, that was about four, no more than five years ago where I made that jump. And I'm kind of in a hybrid position between tech and real estate. And it's been absolutely incredible. Um, huge credit and shout out to my you know, once upon a time, definitely just straight up kind of boss and mentor. And now I can say business partner, Hunter Thompson, who you probably saw me in the picture with there at the ClickFunnels thing. Um, it's cool how when you, uh, you know, you identify someone that you want to be like, if you pursue them hard enough, you can eventually become their business partner. So <laughs> um, that's what happened. And uh, yeah, happy to dive into any of the, the little details there. Um, I guess I'll drop this in here too. You know, I lived in Washington, D.C., Silicon Valley, um, and I actually now live in Newfoundland, Canada. And this is not Newfoundland behind me. I'll be honest, guys. It's a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> Newfoundland is completely cold right now. So. <laughs> gotcha. No, I, I, it's all good, man. And, you know, something I wanted to is a couple of things I wanted to dive into. So I'll take them kind of one by one. I mean, the first one on, you know, you know, growing up and like I said, playing sports and like I said, you, you based on the trajectory you were on, I mean, 
you were much better than your average, you know, ball player. So, I mean, <laughs> how was it for you of kind of coming to that conclusion of, like I said, something you invested so much time and energy in and playing basketball to then saying, hey, I want to go a different route. Like, what was that kind of decision process like for you? Uh, yeah, again, I guess I just going to say thanks for asking because I don't get to talk about this often. But what took place, what occurred was um, for my final. So ha once I was about halfway through college, so say after my sophomore year, that's when I decided, OK, I want to pursue a future in coaching. Well, first of all, there's nothing you can study in school, really, besides just keep playing basketball that would help you like get a job coaching. So in the summers, I would work basketball camps <laughs> um, at different colleges. The one that I got the most out of was the time that I spent um, doing summer camps at VCU, which is in Rich Richmond, Virginia. Um, that's how I met, I'd say, my you know my kind of friend. I, you know, if, he, if I reach out to him, he knows who it is, uh, Shaka Smart, who's the head coach of Marquette now. Um, he had an amazing stint there when I was at helping him with VCU and um, yeah, I just I, that whole experience was just so awesome. But what I realized was, you know, I was probably between the age of 20 and definitely no older than 23 during this whole time frame. And all of my peers that were either at the next level or at my level were working ridiculous, just grinded out hours um, for a job where, you know, if you're an NCAA coach, you got to keep in mind, too, you got to win or you don't have a job. And so it was like, I just started to realize more and more just how much energy and time and dedication goes into being successful in that realm. And if I'm not obsessed with it, then it's not a good fit. And to be honest, I started uncovering over time that I was not obsessed enough with basketball to uh, pursue that. I, I kind of hit some, <laughs> some, some moments of success, especially when I was in Belize. Long story short, when I moved to Belize, the school that I was studying at, I ended up becoming the head coach um, before I graduated. And that was like, oh, wow, I'm 23. I'm the head coach of a college university, which was basically my life dream. Wow, this is kind of cool. And then on top of that, we, we went on to win the national championship. So it was like nice. I, I might I might have missed a few details in there. But long story short, I achieved my life goal at 23. And I realized comparatively, if I wanted to go back to the U.S. in the NCAA and start from scratch, it was just you know, 20 hour days that I was not looking forward to. I'm like, I think I'm going to do something different. And so that's what, that's how it all happened. I realized that basketball helped me realize that I enjoy leadership and communication. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's one of those interesting things my, my wife and I were talking about um, recently, just, you know, even as we've done like so many interviews on the show, I think this is probably like the maybe 480, I think this is wow. um, in the last 19 months <laughs> I mean, you, to where, about. Talking to so many people, it's one of those things you realize, like, where people talk about that that journey of of finding what you really like to where that first time, like I said, you thought it was coaching, but then it really led you to like, I really don't like the coaching. It's something about the coaching. And, and I guess kind of as you kind of continue through your, your journey, like, how did that help you as you went into entrepreneurship of starting to get clarity about, you know, I, I like this aspect of this thing, like. Did that play a role in your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, I think. Um, and also, that's first of all, let me just say congrats to you guys on 480 <laughs> episodes. I hope that I ask you a question or say something here that makes you remember this one and be like, dang, that was a good one. But uh, to back to your point, um, I think that, well, actually, you know what? I just want to make sure I get this, this answer dialed in. So could you re just restate it for me one more time? 
Yeah. So as you kind of, you know, figure, start figuring that out about, like, say, like what, like you did with coaching, where coaching wasn't the thing, it's the leadership aspect of the coaching. And as you had different experiences along the way, you know, did that being able to dial in and say, hey, you know, it's not the surface level thing It's actually this thing that coaching allows me to do is what I really like. Did that play a role as you kind of navigated your entrepreneurial journey? thousand percent. The first thing coming to mind for me is just looking back on, again, the entire experience, that desire to pursue coaching and you know ultimately leadership was what um, allowed me to start seeing the world and experiencing different cultures. And I think people pr probably, you probably, someone's probably heard someone say, experience the world, different cultures. Like it's kind of a cliche, but um, actually living somewhere and not just visiting somewhere can definitely give you a new perspective on life. You start to see that like, okay, there's all these countries around the world, but at the end of the day, what drives people to like want to do good or just have a better life is pretty much the same all around the world. Like most people, you know, there's arguments that people on the other side of the world are bad or evil or they're not good. I think honestly, every human on this planet comes from a place of good intention. It's just that, you know, however things happen, sometimes it can be perceived in a bad or a negative way. So um, world perspective is one thing that coaching and basketball kind of opened the door for. And then transitioning that into entrepreneurship now, one thing I've found specifically um, with the mastermind that, that we run, that's what we, we got to go on stage for, is um, it, it actually brings back some coaching memories for me too. When I'm on the phone with someone who's a potential member or candidate for our mastermind, because we do vet everyone who comes through and we do say no to people, I say no to people. Um, uh, it, it's, it's helped me real. It reminds me of the recruiting days. So, so although someone thinks that they're coming on a, a call with me to ask me a bunch of questions about what we do, they don't realize that actually, hold on, let me, <laughs> let me vet you and let me see if we want to recruit you to this team. If we do, then I, I instantly put that coaching thing. It reminds me of like, okay, how am I going to get this person on my team? Cause we're, we're heading to the moon. So I could talk a little bit more about the mastermind in a second, but that that's kind of how to answer that question, how it all plays out. Yeah. No, I guess that that's one of those interesting things that you just brought up. I mean, because it's something that I've been talking about to people in my industry. I mean, my background is accounting and finance and I run an accounting and finance firm. And one of the things that I continually talk to my peers about is like, you're not going to grow a successful business if you're accepting everybody who shows up and wants your services. <laughs> so how did you get comfortable with that? You know, you're, 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 you're interviewing people, you know, for the mastermind of getting comfortable being able to say, you know what, this isn't a good fit. How did you get comfortable with that? I'll be honest. I don't know if I've gotten to a point where I'm comfortable doing <laughs> it, but um, I, it come, one, for example, one call that I've had recently that comes to mind is, um, you know, we, we, we have a process, we have a script. No one just calls us and say, Hey, I'm ready to pay. And like, boom, it's over. Like, I got to ask you some things. I got to get to know you. And, um, you know, long, long story short, there was one moment in the phone call with this individual who was like, look, Adam, I didn't call you to play barbecue. Like I got 10 grand. I'm ready to spend right now. Like, what's it going to be? And I'm thinking in my head, like, if I allow this person to join our group, if this is how they're going to treat me, then this, this is also how they're going to continue to treat me once they're a member. And that will be annoying. And this is also how they could potentially treat other members in our group. And we, the last thing we want is to have someone in our group that's making it a lesser experience for other people. So 
um, that's what we look for. And that's what I instantly felt from this individual. But I got to be honest, like when that phone call ended, it was, it's like, it's hard. It's, it's hard on, on me too. It's hard on the individual. So, um, how to get better at it. <laughs> I'd say hopefully you, know, you just get some more practice, some more reps, get clear on what you're, you know, get clear on who you want to potentially have dinner with for the next 10 years. Like ask your, ask yourself that question. Anytime you get on the phone with anyone um, that you could be doing business with, like, could I sit down with this person? Can I envision a world where I would want to hang out with this person for the next decade? And I think if the answer is no, then you got to find a way to say no and maneuver. So does that answer your question? <laughs> no, that 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 definitely does. I mean, because I think it is one that, you know, I, I've told people from my perspective of, you know, getting to that point where you really start to narrow in on or being able to say no to the wrong people. Um, it, it definitely has huge dividends for you in the long run. I mean, because you spoke about that with, you know, like I said, being able to protect the environment for the rest of the team because of the amazing things that you guys are building. I think that's awesome. And I mean, that, that's the next thing I want to talk about is just, you know, what, you know, building a team and like I said, the masterminds, can you tell us a little bit more about, like I said, that and what you guys are up to there? Yeah. Um, so we're the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers. Most of our members are focused on raising money for real estate deals and projects, but we do have members raising money for business acquisitions, uh, you know, startup companies, VC type of stuff, nonprofit organizations, like the whole gamut, uh, cryptocurrency projects, because the cool thing is at the end of the day, we're teaching how to raise money. Um, and the reason we're also the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers is because as far as we know, we're the only mastermind <laughs> for elite <laughs> capital raisers. And that is, that's, that's part of the reason the significant growth came. So for anyone out there with, you know, whatever your business idea may be, um, focusing in on what niche we serve and sticking to that has served us tenfold. So if you're starting something new, I know it's hard sometimes, but if you can just continue to niche down on who, you, who you've been called to serve or get your one liner down, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers, that'll take you very far. Um, there, the question I think you just asked though, is like, you know, what, what, what's going on? What have we been up to? You know, we launched this past January. We did have some other educational products out there before, but uh, January 2021, we launched. Um, we now have, as of today, um, literally right before, I just had somebody new reach out and we vetted them and now they're in the group. <laughs> um, so I think we're about 144 members or so um, in less than a year, $20,000 a year mastermind. We, if anyone's listening to this right now, you can say that you heard me on, on Business Talk Library. I'll extend a nice little... Uh, discount for you. I won't say how much, but I'll tell you this. It's very generous. And if you want to actually have that phone call, we can have that phone call. So, uh, but normally $20,000 your mastermind. And, um, you know, the it's, it's just been really cool to see how the fundamentals of not only like what we teach and what we practice, but also just the fundamentals of our network as a collective, how much that benefits each individual once they join. And especially with the discount that I'm about to give you guys, the, like, we are totally at a price point that people can't believe what they're getting for what we're charging. And that's also a position you want to put yourself in, which is like, you just want to make it a no brainer and an unbelievable experience for whoever you're serving, where they are doing anything they can to pay you for their subscription for the next year. And we've created that environment where it's like, wow, this is epic. So I'm happy to talk a little bit about the mastermind. And again, I hope, hope that pro provided some clarity for you on, on what we've got going on. 
Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, you know, quickly, you know, if people are interested, hey, they're like, hey, I, I love what, what he's saying so far. I want to check it out. Like, where's the best place for them to kind of go online or on social to really reach out, get in touch with you guys to kind of start that conversation? Absolutely. So I'm going to give you guys two options. I normally never, I've never done this. And this is, this is for anyone out there who, um, you say, you heard me on this show. You wanted to reach out and learn more about Raise Masters. Normally what I will tell anyone is, hey, we have a webinar that you can attend and get all of your answers before you get on the phone with me, get them answered. So that way we know whether or not it even makes sense. We should be on the phone in the first place. Hmm. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling the universe is telling me to do this now. So what I will do, Terrell, I don't have the link on me now, but I will give you my direct booking link. So that way, anyone out there, you can you can watch the webinar if you want. And if you say, hey, I, I just want to learn more about raising money. And if this is good for, for me with Adam, you just want to cut straight to the chase. I will give you my booking link. I've never done that before, but I'm just feeling it now. OK, so <laughs> if you want to know more, preferably watch the webinar link that we're going to give you before you get on the phone with me. Um, but you can book a call with me with with that link that we're going to put in the description. Nice. Nice. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, you know, I definitely think that, you know, as you're building your business, there are different things that come up because um, I've done a couple of shows where there's something about some things where it's like, you know what, I usually don't do this, but for some reason, I'm feeling like this is the right decision. So, hey, I really appreciate, you know, you kind of following that for yourself, man. Yeah. Uh, look up the book Productive Intuition. My friend Adapia Dorico wrote that one. And uh, we get so busy <clears throat> in this 24-7 life that uh, sometimes we forget to trust our gut. And uh, that, in many cases, is the best feeling to, to trust to take your business to the next level. Mm -hmm. so, thank you for acknowledging that. You're right. Absolutely. I mean, and I want to talk about that a little bit more. I mean, because, I mean, you're, you guys are, you know, you're two comma club. You're running a, you know, an amazing community. Like I said, you're delivering, you know, value for people to want to, you know, sign up and stay engaged in the community. Like, how do you find the time, like I said, to still work and grow yourself as you're kind of navigating that journey? <laughs> Another fantastic question to ask there. Um, the benefit to managing and, and running a group like this is um, you not to sound cliche, but you are constantly learning every day because you're getting to, I'd say, especially my particular role within growing our group, <clears throat> I have to exist in each of our members' minds somewhere. And I have to know a little bit about at least each and every one of them too, in order to make this thing really work. Uh, um, I'm an ultimate connector, if you put it that way. So um, Man, I'm trying to remember exactly what the question was because uh, it's making me think of this. <laughs> Could you restate it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when when you think about like all that you're doing, it's like how do you still find time? Oh, ways? myself, right? Like, yeah. yeah, I couldn't even answer that question. Right there, you go. Um, so the benefit though is you are I'm learning from each one of our members very frequently, basically on a daily basis. Um, similar to yourself, I have a podcast, um, a couple different podcasts actually. So being able to interview others is another way to as you've seen, you know, 480 interviews, I bet you're 480 times smarter now than before. So um, that's how, I mean, I do take moments each day to uh, read or journal. That's always powerful. Um, I've learned to not beat myself up if I miss that for a day. I, there was a point in my life where I would, as long as you're making that effort. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think 
the the word would be instead of trying to find the time to do it, just creating the time to do it. Mm -hmm. And you can do that pretty effectively. The way I like to do it is through time blocking. Um, you know, I've, I've got my day, all my days blocked out. That's, that's just, I don't know, it's how it works for me. I understand some people like to kind of just go with the flow, but um, there's definitely certain areas of life that I feel as though I'm able to grow myself by simply just saying, okay, calendar for the next hour, two hours, this is what you're going to do. And just kind of take it from there. So, got it. Nice. I love block, it. Guys. It's not that. It's not that revolutionary. I know, but take it a little <laughs> bit more serious if you haven't. You know, it's what it's funny how sometimes the simple things are usually the answer. <laughs> right. Right. There's a cool app actually that I haven't used. We do recommend it to our members because I know some people like it. It's called Freedom.to. Freedom.to, and uh, it's a cool app on your computer that basically like will not let you access certain things on your computer except for the one thing you're looking to get done and you actually we've seen it work for a lot of people <laughs> nice nice yeah. i love it i love it now one other thing i wanted to ask you about you know like i said you guys made it into the two comma club um so you're definitely using you know you're on the stage definitely using click funnels like how has that made a difference for you guys and what you've built and what you're continuing to build yeah. Um, so the interesting, the most interesting thing that I've observed with uh, the correlation to ClickFunnels and and Two Comma Club, um, one, it's cool once you once you get the award, you realize how many, literally how many other hundreds of people have won this. So although you might feel kind of like king of the hill in your world, you can get humbled really quickly, which I'd say is pretty much how Hunter and I feel right now. Like we were in a room with you know hundreds of other people who have also were either winning their award, not for the first time, but for like the multiple if time. So um, that's the cool thing of life is like, there's levels to this game. So thank you for reaching out to me because of this, but I, I'll be honest with you now. It's like, okay, we did that. Um, <laughs> what's the next mountain we got to climb. Um, and then, yeah, I think that uh, cl the click funnels energy is really what made a huge difference in my life. Um, you know, Hunter and I, we went to that conference in 2020 to kind of just get some inspiration, get some ideas. And I remember I, I, at some point I turned to him and I'm like, we were watching everyone walk on stage in 2020. And I'm like, I'm like, by 2022, we'll be up there. And the funny thing was, it was less than a year <laughs> that we got up there. But it's like when we first went, we didn't even know exactly what the the direction of, like we had, didn't have any idea of Raise Masters, to be honest. So. Um, that's why I think the most powerful thing from being in the ClickFunnels community has actually been the energy we're in, um, the coaching program. We were in Two Comma Club X. We got to Two Comma Club, so then you can apply for Inner Circle. So we're now in the Inner Circle. And um, that's really the hack, I think, guys, is if you're trying to figure out how to, how to do something in an effective way, find the people that have done it right and, and pay the people that have done it right to show you how to do it, and you'll get there way faster. You know, we've invested a lot into getting to the next level. And when we have members coming to us with ten, twenty thousand dollars or whatever to join our group, we know like, okay, this individual gets that they're like they're making an investment in themselves. And some people just will never understand that concept. I'm just grateful to say I've seen it work multiple times for us and our members now. So um that's the key with the click funnels is yeah, you can use the software, all that stuff, but being plugged into someone that says do it like this and also happening to be good at what we're teaching um it's the perfect storm so 
Nice. I love it. I love it. I love it. Awesome. So before we wrap up, two final things. One is where can people find you online or find out more inside information about you guys? Absolutely. So um, I just want to reiterate too, I'm guessing we'll get this uh, over to you guys somehow, whether it's in the show notes or however Terrell wants to distribute it. But I really want to encourage you to check out that that webinar for Raise Masters. It's going to give you a lot of insight and clarity. Um, and then outside of that, you can reach out to me directly on LinkedIn, which is what Terrell did, I believe. <laughs> and then you can, you can also, uh, there you go. You can also contact me through my website, which is uh, simply carswell.io. Very straightforward. So give me your name, give me your email, and I will be in touch. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. I, I really look forward to, to hearing, um, hearing from you guys. And thank you for investing your time with Terrell and I here today. Absolutely. Well, before we wrap up, last question I love asking every guest that comes on is, you know, if you think about your journey, you think about where you've been and where you're going, what's two pieces of advice that you would share with other entrepreneurs? And it can be something you've already said, or it could be something new. Killer. Uh, one, this is so simple, guys, right? Hopefully me saying it to you this time, for those of you out there that need to hear it one more time, hopefully this is it. Don't stop. Don't quit. Don't stop. Don't quit. Keep moving. Um, I would not have thought even you know less than a, really even a year ago, I would not think I'd be having a conversation with you about the success of winning a an award and you know shaking Russell Brunson's hand like that. That's pretty cool. So um, and that all start that that happened because I didn't stop and I didn't quit. So do that, guys. <laughs> and then my other uh, recommendation would be. Um, Le just always keep the word leverage in mind and look at your world. And instead of trying to figure out how you can learn how to do everything, figure out what that one thing is that you're really good at and just, just leverage it, leverage it, leverage it, leverage it until it starts paying you literally millions of dollars a day. We're not quite there yet, but I'd be lying to you if we're not focused on eventually having a million dollar day. And um, I know that we will get there as long as we continue to just, instead of trying to know everything, we're just going to keep getting better at the one thing that we know we're good at, which is, uh, you know, ensuring that our, our members get their deals funded time and time again. Awesome. So, I love it. I love it. Well, Adam, definitely. Thank you, man. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you, Terrell. It's an awesome opportunity and I look forward to seeing how this one goes. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Talk Library. If you like our content, be sure to follow us on social media. And if you want to see more of our exclusive content, you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash business talk library. Hey, the Business Talk Library is the place where business makes sense.